You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is episode number 978 in our podcast series. And, ooh, I think we have a good one for you, ladies and gentlemen. Shirlene Reeves, certified financial educator and author, is in the studio. She's one of only 253 certified financial educators in the entire United States. Shirlene helps others understand the importance of financial principles to enhance their knowledge of the economy. Something I'm very interested in talking to her about here in a minute. Her experiences in finance, as well as her background in being an author of the Wealthy Woman magazine, helps guide entrepreneurs to grow their visibility and profitability. Shirlene joins us today to talk more about the missing piece that plummets entrepreneurs into failure. Shirlene, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Hi, Richard. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. I am, you. too. I, I think we're going to have a fun uh, time are. on the on the podcast and the radio show here on octalkradio.net. So let's start with an interesting story. Do you have something? Can you share with our audience an interesting story that kind of talks about the path that got you from where you are to where you are today? Oh, I can. I okay. can. And I'll just start it right at dumpster diving. There was a place in my life when I had two young boys, and I was standing in front of a dumpster because somebody had told me that that was a good way for us to get food. And I watched people dive in and out of there, and I just couldn't do it. And, you know, I thought to myself, you know, there's all these great watermelons in there. And I thought, why can't one person just go in and hand out all the watermelons? See, there's my systematic mind. Yes, yes. Instead of everybody having to go in and get one. It didn't make sense to me at all. Uh But then, you know, I got this message in my head that just said, you know, this is so easy. What happened was I went through a divorce and I ended up with two small children and not only 15 cents to rub together. Wow. And then I just got this message in my head that says, you don't have to do this. You can, you've still got rice and beans in the trailer, so go back and eat the rice and beans and get a friggin' job. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did is I got a job, and so here I am today, and I went on to build a multi-million dollar business. I bootstrapped it from zero to millions. I had a $250,000 payroll every two weeks. So, so you're comfortable telling people about your humble and challenged time in your life yes yeah absolutely i believe that it's all in our mind and if we are if we think we're poor and we think we're never going to climb out of the the worst time in your life then you won't but if you think you will you will so the power of the thought huh yes and i was trained by wayne dyer and ron doss on maui okay and one of his one of uh, wayne dyer's favorite phrases is when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change wow and i just had to change that perspective and know that i wasn't going to be in that place do you think you had to hit obviously you did what i would think would be pretty close to the bottom oh it was as far down as i could go right yes you had to get there before you that voice in your head gave you the message that you needed to hear that changed your life. I really think so. And also, my youngest son looking up at me and saying, Mommy, I'm really hungry. Oh, my God. That's just... And I just have chills just thinking yeah, about uh, it. exactly. It was one of the most painful times in my life. Yes. But I knew I could do it, and I just pursued it and kept moving forward. And if you just put one step, one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, you'll get there if you believe you can. Yes, I... Uh... 
uh, it's not about me, it's about you. Mm-hmm. But I ran one marathon because I never thought of myself as a runner. Mm-hmm. And the lesson that I learned from running that one L.A. marathon was just that. Put one foot in front of the... The only thing you can do is put your foot down. Exactly. And then put the next foot down. Exactly. And put the next foot down. And just keep doing that until... You saw, I saw that finish line, and then it was like, okay, I think I can finish. Right. And right. even in business, it's just baby steps. If you just do one thing each day, you'll get where you want to go. Amazing. How do you help other entrepreneurs from having to get as far down to get up? You know what I mean? It's it's empowering to hear your story, but it would be nice if you didn't have to get that far but down to get to summon whatever it was that inspired you to change your life. Right. And so how do I help them? I paint the vision. I paint the vision and what their talents are, and I start by what is it you really love to do. Okay. Because so many people have been displaced and laid off, and they're trying to reinvent themselves, but they have so much talent in their background, they don't know where to begin. So you begin with what do you love to do? What's your favorite thing to do? What are you excited to get out of bed and do in the morning? Mm -hmm. And some people can't even tell me that. So I tell them, go and think about it, and then come back to me. And we'll pull it out of you once you've figured out what excites you when you get out of bed in the morning. So um, this is the first time, ladies and gentlemen, in the spirit of full disclosure, that I've met Charlene. We did not know each other before you came into the no. studio, right? We're getting to know each other here. Yes. But I sense you're a ser- serial entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. And that you have multiple revenue streams, some passive, Absolutely. some active. Yes. Okay. So uh, in the tease, I said you're a one of 253 certified financial educators. Mm-hmm. Are, are you, do you love finances? Is that, I mean, is that why you put the commitment to become so differentiated in this space? Or what drove you to get this certification that few others have gotten? You know, finances is a talent. It's not something I love. But I love seeing people flourish. And when you become a certified financial educator, it's one of the hardest designations I've ever gotten in my life. And I have college degrees. I have a master's. I've got it all. Okay. <laughs> but this was the toughest. And because I was, I am certified by a consortium of universities, colleges. And I'm wow. able to teach in universities. And I also go on business campuses to teach. And what that does is it helps individuals learn the simple principles for business and also also the simple principles for increasing wealth in their life. So I don't just work in the market specifically. I work okay. in the whole house. So I, I, I find it interesting that being a capitalist society and a free market society that we don't seem to have a very good understanding of economics exactly. and, and finances. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of... You go, you, you sort of would benefit if you knew more as a, as a, as a culture. Yes, right. absolutely. Absolutely. And my hope is, I mean, I've got it on my TV show. I, I come on shows like yours and talk about it here. And my hope is that people will learn the easy principles so that they can make their own decisions. And then they don't go down with the market. Okay. That's what I'm trying to alleviate. Okay. Because that would be really good. Mm-hmm. Right? If Absolutely. You, if, if you didn't have that stress. Yes. Yes. It's really hard to make up stuff you lost, isn't it? It's oh. hard to gain it, but it's really very difficult. And, to... and you know, every time the market goes down and they say, oh, you lost 100 points. Oh, we lost 200 points. Right. And then the next day they go, oh, we made up 200 points. People don't understand that that is money. 
And what happens? <laughs> yeah, get it right. Yeah, they, right. That's why they Duh. call it points. They don't want to say, "Oh, you lost this much money." Right. So they say, "Oh, you lost two hundred points." But the problem is that it eroded away, just like the waves coming in and taking the sand out. It takes your money out every time it goes down, and you have to more than make up that two hundred points to make that money up. Yeah, it's not one for one, is it? Not at all. Wow. And, and do you find in in teaching successful entrepreneurs, they understand, or are you helping them as even though they've built maybe a successful company, do you find they still can benefit from financial education and planning? They don't get it. All they hear is what their financial planner or their financial advisor says, and that's only about the market. Uh It's not looking at insurance. It's not looking at, gee, could I refinance my car and pay less on my car? How do I keep the money in my pocket? That's the whole goal is to keep more money in your pocket. Can we ring a gong, Paul? Do we have a gong? We have a teachable moment gong here on Critical. And the audience knows that when they hear that, that that was uh, something that if they weren't quite listening to it on the podcast, to skip back and pick up the point. That you oh, just good. Made. Can so, I give you another tip for the gong? Yeah. Okay. One of the things I'm trying to share is to make sure that this year that you pay your taxes. Please pay your taxes. Don't just put it in a 401k or uh, put it in a SEP IRA. Pay the taxes. And the reason I say that is because we're at the lowest tax bracket possible right now. And they're going to raise the taxes, and we never know what they're going to raise them to. You think the taxes are going to go up? The percentages are definitely going to go up. Who's going to pay for the deficit? I don't know, but we we have a. (laughs) I thought thought the election sort of said we're going to have lower tax brackets. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh huh. You don't believe it? No, because the lowest has been is for the since two thousand six. It's been twenty five percent, and people keep putting money in their four hundred one k. And when they become sixty five or seventy five, whatever, because we're getting older and older with regard to when we take it, right? We have no idea how much we're going to pay in tax. We're completely blind. In all of your training to become a certified financial educator, did the the debt and deficit, was that a part of the education that you got? And oh, my gosh, yes. Is, is it surprise you that nobody talks about it in this? Yeah. Well, what are we going to talk about? What can we do? If you ever go on, have you ever gone on the Internet and looked up the debt clock <laughs> and how thing. fast it I turns? I hate that thing. It's, it's awesome. scary, it's scary. It? it is. Yeah. It's, it's, like pa- it's overwhelming. terrifying. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why they keep having to raise the debt ceiling, right? Yes. They have to keep printing more money, which makes our money worth less. And every time they do that, it hurts all of us. Uh, you, you, know a little, you know a lot about a lot of things, don't you, Shirley? A little bit. As it relates to the, <laughs> yes, this area. I do. All right, we're going to take our first commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. When we come back, I in the open said there's a missing piece that plummets entrepreneurs into failure within finance. Can we can we start with that when we come back? Love to. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. This is one short commercial. It's just an advertisement for something, a product or service that I do. I would really appreciate if you'd listen to it, and we'll be back in about a minute. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Math for Business might be the answer for you. 
Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on the radio show and they've put the player on their show. Simply type in these four words in your favorite podcasting software to subscribe to our weekly shows. Those four words are Critical Mass Radio Show. And like magic, you'll start getting our weekly downloads, and hopefully you will become a regular listen to the program. All right, uh, Shirley, before the break, I said I was going to ask you to kind of talk about something that I said in the open, which I found intriguing, and I, I want to learn from you. Mm-hmm. Um, in your experience, what is the missing piece that plummets entrepreneurs into failure within the area of finance? That's such a great question, and I've been all over the United States interviewing entrepreneurs to find out that one answer what do you think it is oh why would you do that to me (laughs) (laughs) come on richard what is the one thing that plummets entrepreneurs into failure being too aggressive well that would be a good part of it yes because there's entrepreneurs yes yeah being too aggressive it's all about sales and what they do is i think of um our businesses as if you could picture a lighthouse, right? They have a real, real solid foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's all your programs, your books, and everything that your background, your credentials. Your podcast. Your podcast, absolutely. And then that big column is all about marketing and sales. And then the top is the ability to shine your light brightly so that people can find you and actually work with you. Make yes. sense? Yes. Okay. I'm into so it. what happens if they don't learn the marketing? then the light's down on top of the foundation, right? (laughs) And nobody can see them because they can't understand them. So the sales piece and the marketing piece and speaking your client's perfect language, speaking a a language that they say, oh, oh, I get that. That makes sense. I'm hearing that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you need to do or anybody who's an entrepreneur needs to do is speak in benefits. What are the benefits? Not how we get to where we're going, but how we can benefit our clients. Though then they'll hear us, yeah. but if we're talking about how to get there, forget it. So now that you answered the question, I was thinking that should have been my answer because in working with as many entrepreneurs and business owners as I do, I find a common area where if they don't come from a sales and marketing background, where they're very uncomfortable mm-hmm. marketing a little bit, but sales completely. Right. Matter of fact, some of my uh, the people that I've worked with actually don't like the sales function or the sales people. Right. And it's because they're too aggressive. Yeah. But I teach entrepreneurs how to take a step back and not be so aggressive and make relationship the the major factor rather than the sales. How do you do that? Is that through one of your online platforms? Is that through a classroom? I actually teach a two-day intensive and it's called Compel Don't Sell, The Art of Selling with Heart. (laughs) Okay. Right? And I'll give you the first step. It's a three-step waltz. And the first step is all about listening to the other person. 
asking pertinent questions. And one of the things I teach the entrepreneurs I work with is how to frame those questions so that you can get the answers to see if you can support them or not. Mm -hmm. Because everybody you talk to is a client in some form or another. Because even if you can't work with them, somebody else can and you can refer them, which gives you referrals back. Wow. Look at you. You're just so comfortable with all this different kind of content, huh? (laughs) It's impressive. Frankly, I hope. Well, if I don't teach sales, how can I help them with money? For exactly, sakes? exactly. <laughs> because it, it um, I believe the best way for for entrepreneurs to sell their company is to offer value. Yes, benefit. Yeah, and maybe that's a thoughtful interview on a podcast mm-hmm. with nothing to do about your business, but to demonstrate to some prospect out there that you're competent, sane good ideas, knowledgeable. People want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Exactly. So get the, how do they get to know you? In this day and age with, I know, I'm speaking to the choir here, where social media and technology, any entrepreneur can create a global brand. Right. At least attempt Easily. to be out on the global platform, yes. right? Yes, yes. You, you do that. I do it. Yes, I do. And why did you do that to begin with? Why, why did you get an online TV show? That's That's a lot of work. Oh, you got that right. Boy, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I prefer radio. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Yeah, it's a lot easier. Uh, why did I do that? Because I wanted to teach those financial principles. And people want to see, or like you say, hear, like, and trust, right? Mm-hmm. And with TV, they can see you. And that's why I do it, because they'll listen to me. And when I teach those easy principles on TV, they will listen. And so how long have you been doing your show? Mm, year and a half. Okay. And what's the name of it? Maximize Your Wealth Now. Okay. So people Google that? Yeah. And those episodes? That. They'll get my website. They'll, if they even Google my name, they, it, I'm all over the place. Okay. And we're going to get to that, too, a little bit later in the interview. <clears throat> Excuse me. A little bit of a cold. Um, tell me about Wealthy Woman Magazine. Ah, okay. Um, I've been producing that. It's quarterly and it's digital Okay. for about a year. But my last magazine is spectacular because it's all for the majority of it my i have 26 authors and many of them are from the evolutionary business council and the evolutionary i'm not familiar with that that's why i'm going to share that with you um they are they've had multiple emmys they've been elected for the nobel peace prize they i mean they have the most it's the most amazing group of people and there aren't a lot of them there's about 150 of them in the core group and they wrote in that magazine, and it's all on uh, business, finance, family, and lifestyle. So this is just packed full of gr- great oh, information. It's amazing, that. yes. So how do you how do you have the time as an entrepreneur to be good at so many different things? I'm not, I'm not trying to blow smoke at you. I'm trying to yeah. say it's difficult to have multiple revenue streams and mm-hmm. do them well. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you give a Teach a moment here for the audience. How do you do it? It's all in how you structure your time. So let me give you an example. I'll teach the compel, don't sell, art of selling with heart only one time a month. That's two days of work. And then I do a 90-day, one-hour coaching each week. Then I have people in my big package that actually want to do what I'm doing right now, and they want to be on TV, and they want to learn how to get on TV. So that's another facet of what I teach. And I only take 14 people a year, and they have to be very special people ready to rock and roll Mm -hmm. and know who they are and what their packages are. And then, um, so that's only an hour a week, right? So what I'm trying to say to you is, if you can boil down your time to get, 
you have your ongoing, so you always know maybe that's going to be 20 hours a week. And then the magazine comes in, so I know I'm going to have to spend a minimum of 20 hours getting those people all settled in and doing the... Yeah, and I don't put the magazine together, believe me. I pay for that. Okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> so so you're focused on where your value add is. Absolutely. My, my time is worth money. So everything that I do, it better be... A payback. So, so what would you say to an entrepreneur who says, yeah, well, I can do this low value task and just get it done um, and I don't have to pay anybody for it? Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to that person? You have a choice. First of all, depending, how old are they? 37 and a half years old. Oh, 37 and a half. Okay, well, they've got more time than some of us, right? Oh, okay. okay. so you have to look at the time factor and how much time they have to make the money that they want. And I always tell them, you've got three choices. You can do nothing. You could do something, or you could do a whole lot of something. Mm. And so it's up to them how they want to handle it. I, I also suggest to entrepreneurs that you're the most expensive employee in your company. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be doing low-cost activities. Mm-hmm. Would you pay somebody your rate to do that? No. Well, then why are you doing it, right? Yes. You should be doing high-value activities. and Because it's the entrepreneur's dilemma, as I think of it. You're, you're, you're big enough where you, you, you have a lot to do, but you're not, you're not feeling comfortable enough that you could pay people to do the yeah. things so that you could release to go do more. That's the big hurdle right there, Richard. That's the, that's the hard part is seeing past the end of your nose. Right. And it's like I said, if you want to do all of your marketing and you want to create your own website, is that what you're excited about getting out of bed in the morning? No. Of course not. Right. And then so it feels like it. drudgery, right? And then they stop doing it because they're having to do too many things of stuff they don't like. And that's another problem is because they don't know the steps to take in their business. So they go out and get a website and they go out and get business cards and they think they have a program, but they haven't yet figured out how to market or sell it. So how long did it take you to figure out how to do your two-day sales training boot camp kind of thing? I mean, you had the idea... Three years. It took you three years. Three years. Okay. To really fine-tune it. You know why? It's because I do it on Zoom. It's oh, nice. a two-day intensive on Zoom. So I get, I've get i got one coming in from New Zealand and Canada. They come in from all over. But every 50 minutes, they get a 10-minute break, and I play lots of music and stuff like that. You know, It's like being at a regular event. <laughs> right, you have And to. then on Zoom, it's miraculous because you can put people in Zoom rooms where okay. they can interact and try out whatever it is that you're teaching them. So, so, so. Shirley, and this goes back to what we talked about before. There's so many technological technology platforms now that help entrepreneurs to to reach customers around the world. Mm-hmm. It, it's never been a better time for an entrepreneur. No, it's awesome. Because it's, it's awesome. at a cr- price point you can afford. Exactly. This free. Stuff, Zoom is free. Can you afford that? That's a great price. There's no reason why you shouldn't be doing Zoom rooms. And people get to do it at home. Right. They don't have to pay for a hotel. The person that's doing it doesn't have to pay for a big hotel room and all that expense. And you you don't have to go out and eat. You can eat at home. And it saves them a ton of money. And they don't have to fly anywhere. So it seems like to me, as I'm learning who you are, Charlene, that you're the kind of person that looks around and sees good ideas that the people are doing and you sort of chalk those away and think about would that work for my business mm-hmm. or no it's how can that work for so my that's business. the question yes paul gonger ladies and gentlemen we're going to restate that so you don't have to go backwards what questions should they ask themselves it's how can that work for my business and 
Another thing is don't chase the shiny object. Don't don't run after the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. You mean I need to have a YouTube channel and oh a Facebook gosh. Live and Yeah. Right? Exactly. Or don't take class after class after class. Finish one class, put it into practice, then move to Get the a next return one. on it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And make sure you always have a coach. You have to always even I have I have two coaches. Okay. So always have a coach because there's always somebody that knows more than what you know. You're speaking in my choir. I, I believe in the power of social learning, right? Mm-hmm. I have these CEO peer groups here in Southern California for businesses because I think you can learn so much from just being yes. in a room with other people who have different experience than and you. And you could do it on Zoom. And you could do it virtually. <laughs> yes. That's right. Okay. Shirley and Reeves, if someone wants to learn about all the things you do, is there one place that you would think they should start to learn your brand and understand what sure, you do? Sure. They can go right to my website. It's easy. Maximize your wealth. Now, right now. Okay. okay? Maximize your wealth now.com. Would you come back at some point in the future? Because I I feel like we haven't even, we've just started this. You've only scratched the surface? Just scratched the surface with you. I think you're probably right. All right, then. (laughs) Well, thank you for being a friend of the program. You're certainly welcome. I'm glad to be here. Welcome to the Critical Mass community. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate the commitment. I look forward to getting to know some of your listeners. That'd be great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts. Our producers are Crystal Nunley. Uh, Joan Park and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Richard Francie. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead, check out my website, criticalmass4, spelled F-O-R, business.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.